Welcome to the Radio Days Podcast. Today's story is titled, The Lizard in My Bathtub. There is a lizard in my bathtub. I'm in the bathroom having my pre-afternoon golf pee when, out of the corner of my eye, I see something moving in the tub. Now, I'm not crazy about distractions when I have a good stream going and definitely not crazy about anything moving in my bathtub. So I go investigate. It is a lizard. It's not the tiny lizard from the insurance company commercials. This is no gecko. This is a prehistoric reptile about 18 inches long with a tail twice that size. It appears to be dead. Uh, At least it's not moving. So I, of course, do what most people do when encountering a lizard in their bathtub. I get my phone and take a picture. I take a picture because I know this will be a fantastic gift for my friend Allie. Now, Allie's difficult to shop for. Whenever I come across a potential gift, I nab it as quick as I can. Uh, Lest you think that Allie has a proclivity for reptiles, I should explain that Allie's forever lecturing me about closing doors. The door to my backyard, my front door, my garage door. Something's going to get in, she warns. What could possibly get in, I will reply. So now I can give her this exquisite, I told you so gift. I text her the picture. I then go to the pool and get my uh, pool scooper. I'm sure it's got another name, but I don't know what else to call it. I go back to the bathroom. The lizard hasn't moved. I prod it with the scooper and then it moves. Scares the shit out of me. It tries to climb out of the tub, but it's a very deep tub and the porcelain is very slippery, so it keeps slipping down. It would be funny if it weren't so fucking disgusting. I beat a hasty retreat. Allie texts back. Oh, gross. What is that? She asks. A lizard, I reply. In your bathtub? Yes. How did it get in your bathtub? I don't know. How many times have I told you to close the door? You see? The perfect gift. Is it dead? No, but it can't get out. Allie knows better than to think I'm going to do anything about the lizard. What are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? You're going to call Luberg. Of course I'm going to call Luberg. Luberg wants to know where I am. We're teeing off in five minutes. I tell him there's a lizard in my bathtub. He tells me to call security without missing a beat, as if I call him every day about a lizard in my bathtub. They will take care of it. He tells me to hurry my ass. He doesn't want to play behind this foursome of women. I close the doors and call security. I speak to Freddy. There's a lizard in my bathtub, I tell Freddy. Freddy's unfazed. I'm guessing he's heard it all. I give him my address and tell him I'm leaving the front door unlocked. I also tell him I'm leaving 20 bucks for him on the dining room table. He says he'll be right over. I go play golf with Luberg and Goldfarb. I play pretty well considering there's a lizard in my bathtub. Goldfarb doesn't understand how I can leave the front door unlocked. He's got a world-class security system. I tell him there's nothing to steal. Besides, I know Freddy. He says that I have thousands of dollars worth of radios. And I say, believe me, Freddy's welcome to have them. They are the bane of my existence. And Luberg says, nobody ever says bane without of my existence. You ever notice that? Every once in a while, Luberg will come up with one of these things. What about your echocardiogram, Goldfarb asks. You said it was one of a kind. That is what Goldfarb calls my echo, A22. 
He says when I talk about it, you can see my heart racing. The 1945 British-made Echo 22 might be the prize of my collection. I've managed to snag myself a very hard-to-find working model. Yes, I agree reluctantly. It is pretty rare. There you go, he says. Just lock your door. He might have a point. After golf, I gingerly opened the bathroom door. No lizard. Good old Freddy. The phone rings. It's Freddy. And this is what he says. He says, I'm on my way. As he says that, I walk with my phone to the dining room table. The 20 is still on the table. I say, Freddy, you haven't been here yet? No, man. Baby Gator at the Shapiro's. We just got it out. I'll be there in five. He hangs up before I can tell him the lizard is gone. I look in the tub. There's a scrape in the porcelain, an actual scrape. So now there's a lizard running around my house. I text Allie. She says she wants to throw up. She says, do I want to sleep at her place tonight? Then she says, I told you so. I'm good for three birthdays. I show Freddy the scrape. And Freddy says, well, I'll be damned. Then he says, you always leave your back door open like that? Freddy does a cursory search of the house and gives me a cell phone number. He says, call me if it turns up. I give him the 20. Now, I'm not scared of no lizard. But if I want to lock myself in my bedroom all night, not even go into the kitchen for my nightly bowl of Cheerios, uh, that's my right. It's nothing to do with a lizard on the prowl. Of course, if you're going to lock yourself in your room, you'd better make sure you haven't locked yourself in with a recently escaped reptile. My curtains move, and there's no wind. And maybe I stand on my bed for a minute or two. Then I summon the courage to go take a look. Yep, lizard at three o'clock. I text Freddy. I tell him the front door's unlocked. Freddy's here in five minutes. He corners the lizard, grabs it by the tail, dangles it out of the room with me trailing safely 10 feet behind, then flings it out the front door. Now, I don't want to throw any shade on Freddy. Guy came right over, showed no fear, grabbed the lizard like it was nothing. The thing is, Freddy's not a world-class lizard flinger. You see, you want to release at the apex, but Freddy, well, Freddy released early, very early. So the lizard, instead of being flung across my front yard, lands on my porch, a yard or two from where Freddy and I are standing. The lizard then promptly gets up on its two hind legs and, my hand to God, runs right back into the house. And then Freddy says, well, I'll be damned. We search the house. No lizard. Freddy says I should text him if it shows up. I give him another 20. Somehow I managed to sleep. The next day, Emma and her cleaning crew arrive. Emma lectures me about closing doors. I say, yes, I'm going to close doors. I'm pretty sure the lizard is gone. Until I see it in the kitchen. Then I'm not so sure anymore. Emma, Indiana, and Rosita then team up to shoo the frightened-to-death lizard out of the house, into the backyard, and then out of the backyard onto the 17th fairway. They weren't about to let no Diablo lizard mess up their clean house. And that was that. Lesson learned. Or so I thought. Goldfarb decided that two days of lizard hell was not enough of a lesson. Learning to shut the door was one thing, 
but he was going to teach me to lock my front door. And so that night, while Luberg and I were at dinner, Goldfarb let himself into my unlocked door in order to steal my prized echo radio. I know this because when I got home, although there was no lizard in my bathtub, there was a Goldfarb on my living room floor. Oh, my back, he wailed in pain, my fucking back. Goldfarb had thrown out his trick back while trying to pick up the radio. See, Goldfarb knew the 1945 Echo A22 was really, really rare. What he didn't know is that it was also really, really heavy. Goldfarb, I said while helping him up, how many times have I told you you've got to lift with your knees? The Lizard in My Bathtub was written by Aaron Zevi. It was narrated by the author. Music by The Nearly Missed and Kevin McLeod.